0: Oh, goodness. This is the entire way this dang thing goes. We're not going to make it through episode two. (laughs) Look,
1: we're going to be fine. We just have to remember baby steps.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: Welcome to the Magic Winx Clubhouse, a podcast where two best friends watch the Italian Magical girl series Winx Club and talk about why we love it so much. My name is Brendan, and I'm the fairy of the surging sea.
0: And I'm Tess, fairy of the Rolling Stones.
1: Uh, as any good podcast that focuses on media recap does these days, we've decided to start with an episode zero, where we'll discuss the background of the show we're talking about, and our interaction with it, especially because we've chosen a relatively obscure series to go with.
0: Because if we're going to go, we're going to go big.
1: And <laughs> We're going to go hipster. All right. So if you're not familiar with the show, Winx Club, as I stated earlier, is an Italian magical girl series that debuted in 2004, created by Eugenio Strafi and his production company Rainbow SPA. It follows five fairies named bloom flora stella Tecna, and musa as they attend alfea a magic school for fairies they butt heads with a coven of witches called the tricks who attend a rival magic school for witches called cloud tower the winks later get a sixth team member named aisha in the second season to add some new life to the cast dynamics and for the first three seasons the plot is pretty stable uh the winks attend school and have teen drama problems, like, wow, my boyfriend is kind of a dink. Or, wow, those girls at the other school are really mean.
0: It's similar to the Power Rangers, whereas, like, oh, we need to protect the environment, or, oh, I have sleep problems. Oh, now we need to fight bad guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's usually a situation of the episode that gets solved through magic, somehow. Or the witches are up to some shenanigans and the girls need to stop them.
0: You know, Uh, teen girl stuff.
1: Just girly things. (laughs) So uh, the fourth season onward does change things up because they graduate. And now their whole deal is that they protect the magic dimension. But we will get there in time. And the character development doesn't really escalate above teen drama. So this will be fun.
0: And it's still six girls. Only six girls. There are not seven girls. Only six.
1: Certainly not eight. Not, no, that's too many. That's too many girl. Six girl. <laughs> too many
0: girl. We need a boy.
1: We have six boy. Six boy, six girl. No seven Wait, girl.
0: One one boy too many. Get rid of one boy. Oh, uh, that was dumb. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> That's not even an Italian accent. That was just, like, some Eastern European bull. (laughs) It was just Slavic. (laughs) Okay.
1: A big a boopy booby de papa. That's (laughs) offensive.
0: So it's time to get into the depth- in-depth on the development and production of the show, Brendan, if you would.
1: Certainly. Eugenio Straffi first conceptualized the series in the late 1990s while he was working in the comic book industry he noticed that most animated adventure series at the time focused on male protagonists. And because this was right around when Harry Potter was starting to get really popular, uh, he wanted to make a magical adventure show with female leads. So that's when he first came up with the concept for Winx Club. The name Winx Club comes from the English word wings. Uh, It was stylized, though, with the X, so that when... It showed up in the logo and on merchandise. It would look like a pair of butterfly wings.
0: I actually didn't know that. I thought it was an X because, the, you know, X was looks really cool because it's the late '90s, early 2000s. They were all extreme with putting X's in X everything. Well, you're
1: not far from the truth, honestly, uh, for the time period, because the pilot called Magic Bloom was actually developed in the year 2000. Uh, They wouldn't come up with the name Winx for a little while after that, but it's not hard to also think the X might have been a result of the x crazy, cool, both with K's, letters with a Z phenomenon. Alright, so Magic Bloom uh, was quite a bit different from the show that we ended up with. The two biggest details were that the characters were a lot younger, honestly. Uh, In the show proper, we get Bloom on her 16th birthday in season one. But the girls in Magic Winks are supposed to be around 12 or 13. uh, And the character design was a lot more anime influenced. Uh, If you look at the bottom of our notes, you'll see that I have included the beta designs for the five girls and we will be putting those on our twitter
0: oh that's funky
1: so when he was coming up with the content of this magical adventure show he wanted to do Eugenio decided that he thought the best idea would be for the plot to be driven by a school rivalry uh which is which he describes as being similar to the rivalry between oxford and cambridge both of us are a little bit i'd
0: love to see their soccer matches
1: both of us are a little bit too american for that reference but yeah i i do i do want to see the cloud tower versus alfea uh sporting events
0: (laughs) how would they play basketball
1: i mean everybody can fly so
0: so it's more it's like water polo
1: but I thought horses couldn't swim.
0: Water polo, you- know. <laughs> Yeah! Horses can't swim!
1: A pilot called Magic Bloom was developed and shot in the year 2000. Magic Bloom had the same ma- five main characters, but they were younger teenagers, and the costume aesthetic was a little bit more traditional fairy style. Uh, They had bigger wings, full-length dresses. Bloom has poofy sleeves in one of her...
0: They all have waists.
1: They have waistlines. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: They they are not setting another unrealistic beauty standard for women, which is a very common criticism of the show. We're not going to go there, but... So, the audiences did not like this art style, even though they really, really liked the concept Now, Magic Bloom is currently considered a piece of lost media. Aww. The full pilot's never been released. The best that we've gotten is uh, some trailer materials that were shown as promotion for the pilot that actually managed to sneak into marketing materials for the main show. Uh, And during the show's anniversary celebration in 2015, 14, I want to say or maybe this year during the 15th anniversary uh, they actually showed the transformation sequences from the pilot which are on YouTube we will be putting those as well as the uh, character designs for the pilot on our Twitter
0: that sucks I mean I kind of wanted to watch it and make fun of it like you know Garage Kids from Code Lyoko where everyone has the exact same voice and Ulrich's pants are huge.
1: It's kind of like that except uh, Stella's wings are huge and Musa looks nothing like herself.
0: So if anyone (laughs) wants to give us any hints on where Magic Bloom may or may not be located please call now or message our twitter handles.
1: You can reach us at 555 Winks. That's right. 555 Winks.
0: We don't have an area code because we don't have an area.
1: Blackpink in <laughs> your area. Okay. That was really stupid. <laughs> so after the very lackluster response to the design aesthetic, Eugenio... Hired a bunch of Italian fashion designers. Uh with what money? The the production money he was receiving. So he started Rainbow SBA in part to create Winx Club. And the rest of the money for the first season came from Rai2, the TV channel that ended up showing it.
0: Oh, magical.
1: So these designers actually included some people from some big brand label names like Prada and Dolce & Gabbana. And they're the ones who totally restyled the series to give it that um, bizarrely anime-esque no-wastes... No, they're all waste... They're the ones who... So it's the
0: fashion industry's fault.
1: Honestly, yeah. Uh, The wings Club's unrealistic beauty standards can be pretty firmly blamed on the Italian fashion community of the early 2000s. It was these designers who finalized the eye-searing but tenderly crafted uh, color palette that came to define the show... And they're also the ones who made the decision to darken Flora's skin, specifically. Good. So, the five main characters are all designed after a celebrity who was popular in the early 2000s. Oh, God. So, Bloom is based on Britney Spears.
0: You know, the famous redhead.
1: Stella is based on Cameron Diaz.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Flora is based on Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Tecna is based on Pink.
0: Weird flex, but okay.
1: And uh, because she was the only famous Asian lady for a very long time, Musa is based on Lucy Liu.
0: There are worse people to be based on.
1: Uh, so Aisha, the aforementioned sixth. Uh, Ranger, Let's just call her the sixth ranger. Uh, She is also based on an early 2000s celebrity. And Aisha is based on Beyonce. And they designed the girls after the celebrities. Because they didn't want people to think of like, you know, old Disney movies and stuffy storybooks. They wanted these fairies to be modern girls on the go. I'm
0: a modern girl on the go. You gotta fight witches and feed a cat
1: Uh no cat but there is a bunny
0: Oh freak him
1: We'll get to the bunny So Rye 2 was the TV channel That ended up buying the broadcast rights And providing a lot of the production budget Uh the production Production on the show started in 2002 and it Debuted on Italian TV On January 28th Of 2004
0: so we were like 12.
1: Um we would have been 9 in 2004. No wait. 11. I did the math wrong. I thought 2003 was bigger than 2004. <laughs> no.
0: What are you smoking? Can I have some?
1: <laughs> Pixie dust. I thought
0: that made you fly. But it also gets you high. <laughs> okay. So, 2004,
1: when we would So have how been, did
0: we end up getting Winx Club?
1: Uh, like any property of the early aughts, it was snapped up by four kids for distribution in the United States.
0: Winx Club- Tokyo Mew Mew Pokemon Pick Your Poison
1: The one I watched all of them the weird time where they watched One Piece and decided yeah let's let's market this on our on our K2 12 morning block
0: Yeah Nami bo- Nami's boobs are fine
1: those are child appropriate So most of our listeners will probably be familiar with the 4 kids dub assuming that you're American or canadian or british the uh the four kids dub actually premiered the same year as the italian version did uh except it was june 24th of 2004.
0: we were still 11.
1: so it it was actually a pretty short dubbing turnaround which is kind of unusual It basically means that in six months, they got together a cast of voice actors, wrote up scripts, got enough episodes in the can to put a few out, and then kept going from there. And like most 4Kids dubs, you can tell it wasn't put together in a very large amount of time. Uh, The 4Kids dub has weird censorship, odd dialogue changes, and there are enough plot edits that were made before they saw the rest of the show that the 4Kids dub is in a separate continuity from the original Italian. The alterations that were made in the 4Kids dub were not very popular with, uh, with Rai and especially Eugenio Strafi himself. Uh, It was to the point that In 2007 when the license Expired uh, Rainbow chose not to renew Their partnership with 4Kids
0: Oops In 2009
1: they officially revoked 4Kids broadcast rights
0: That's good
1: That's why it's so hard to find the 4Kids Dub on DVD or Through any other home media releases Uh, The minute that the broadcasting rights got Taken away it kind of stopped It kind of puts them out of print. And I also believe that the 4Kids dub videos weren't even that widely distributed. Uh, So to watch the 4Kids dub, you will have to indulge in some illegally gray methods. Like I said, they're they're a defunct company and they don't own the rights to the show anymore, so you're not really hurting anybody. But just be aware... If you're a cop, nothing that we say constitutes uh, liability. You can't use this in a court of law. I listen to true crime podcasts. You can't beat me.
0: I've played Ace Attorney. I know what the law is.
1: So between me listening to three drunk ladies from the Midwest and you playing Phoenix Wright, we are perfectly...
0: A modification of the Japanese court system. We are good.
1: Yep, we are. As long as they don't put the parrot on the stand, we will get away with it.
0: Oh. So... Phoenix Wright is a joy. Please play it. So,
1: the Four Kids dub, because of that 2009 cutoff date, it only covers the first three seasons of the show. Now, we are going to be indulging in some of those, uh... Legally Gray Methods to watch the 4Kids dub. But we're only going to be doing it for comparison's sake. It won't be the main focus of this podcast. We do understand if you have strong sentimental attachments to it. The voice acting is honestly really good because it's the one thing 4Kids could consistently do was get really talented voice actors.
0: The music is usually pretty good too.
1: I believe Rachel Lillis, uh, Jesse from the... First Pokemon dub is in Winx Club. I don't know who she plays, but she's there.
0: We might put an addendum. Probably not.
1: Alright, so... There's more than one English dub, obviously, because the show is still going, but the four kids stopped at season three.
0: Okay, uh... (laughs) Addendum, I guess. I don't know. It's right now. Um, According to Wikipedia, Rachel Lillis voiced Farragonda, Amaral, Dextia, Lucy, and Vanessa from episode 61 in 4Kids.
1: Perfect.
0: So she's Miss Farragonda.
1: So the other major dub that most people in the fandom would know about is... Called the Rye English dub, but it was actually done by a company called CineLoom Film Video that was based out of Montreal. The CineLoom dub is incredibly faithful to the original Italian, which is why it's often called Rye English, but the only ways you could get a hold of it were really, really odd. So, how odd? So, it did air on television, but only in Singapore.
0: Th- that's where a lot of weird dubs happen. Like, remember that time that Powerpuff Girls Z was dubbed?
1: I try not to.
0: And a lot of common Rider?
1: That I can get behind. Aside from airing on television in Singapore, uh, it was the English language option on DVDs that were sold in other European regions. So, for example, if you were watching television and you were in the United Kingdom... You would get the Four Kids dub. But if you bought... If a, that's
0: unfortunate.
1: But if you were... But if you bought a Wings Club DVD, and let's say you were in Austria, it would be likely that the dub, that the English language track on that DVD would be the Sinaloom dub. Okay. So, Sinaloom is actually a little bit easier to get a hold of nowadays, because the first two seasons... Are available on Netflix, and that is primarily what we will be watching for the pod. You can follow along with us if you want. We do recommend
0: it. Which um, which uh, Netflix region? Ours?
1: It's I do know it's Netflix. It's on Netflix US. I don't know about Netflix, Canada, UK, or Australia. I do know that if you sw- if you watch from Netflix Italy with a VPN, it's only seasons 5, 6, and 7.
0: Fun.
1: Uh, so there goes that plan. <laughs> well, no, we might be able to actually use that when that comes around. Anyway, again, this does not constitute a confession that can be used against us in a court of law.
0: Thank you and good night. Uh,
1: these so yes, the first two seasons of the Cinnaloom dub are on Netflix US. Uh, they are what we will be watching. Though the Cinnaloom dub goes up to season four. Uh, season three was actually supposed to be the end of the franchise as a whole until Rainbow realized they had a money printing machine because Wings Club consistently rates in the top toy sell, uh, toy brand sales in Europe, even today.
0: Wait a minute. We like money. Let's make more.
1: So they did decide to produce a season four by themselves. The show was supposed to end with a movie that wrapped up a lot of the plot threads, that were left hanging after season three uh so season four uh was a it's solely produced by rye and the Cinnaloom dub uh the rice the rye dub has it the four kids dub was over at this point point. and there was a period of time where in the english-speaking fandom we didn't really know if there would be any way in the united states to get a hold of season four. So, after season four, then they thought they were done, they weren't going to make any more of it. Enter Viacom.
0: Oh, that juggernaut of a company.
1: So Viacom decides to purchase 30% of the stock in Rainbow with Eugenio Staffi himself, holding the remaining 70. And they say, hey, friend. Or actually, no, they say, buongiorno, friend.
0: Buongiorno, amigo. Is that right? Yes, it is. Is that right? I believe it
1: is. (laughs) I believe that is proper Italian. So they say, buongiorno, amico." Would you like to give us a season five so we can have some of that uh, doll money? And so Eugenio sees the Euro signs and he's no fool so he says you know what yes we will do this and viacom goes great nickelodeon will be helping you because they're you know viacom's primary children's media distribution wing so nickelodeon uh signs on to co-produce season five and season six
0: as you do uh
1: nickelodeon did have a bit of a problem on their hands though Because Winx Club hadn't been on TV since 2007. And three years is more than enough time for children to forget about a cartoon, especially once they're out of the age range. And unless you're, you know, a turbo nerd like we are.
0: Hi, we are currently in our mid-twenties.
1: So yeah, unless you're a 25-year-old turbo nerd, you, you forget that it existed. And you... If they started on season 5 Any new viewers Would be confused So what Nickelodeon did was They produced Four hour long specials That covered the events Of season 1 and season 2 They Redubbed season 3 Did the first American dub of season 4 So
0: now we have three dubs Running around Three people have dubbed season 3
1: that is correct and in fact once we get to season three of this podcast we might just be bouncing back and forth between four kids season three synonym season three and nickelodeon season three
0: this is the worst game of beer pong ever
1: so the nickelodeon dub started in 2011 and properly covers seasons three through six the nickelodeon dub used their in-house voice actors from their burbank studio and you know it sort of goes without saying but once once we hit the point where we can't use four kids or cineloom we will be switching to nickelodeon
0: which will make things a lot easier with note taking
1: so nick nickelodeon actually does still co-produce the show And the Winx Club are considered non-company-owned Nicktoons, or non-company original Nicktoons, I should say. Uh, Nickelodeon does own them, they're just not the original creators. Nickelodeon has a history of being a little bit uh, shoddy with their non-original properties, as most Power Rangers fans can attest.
0: Forty episodes not long enough for a fifty two episode series.
1: Uh, but that's a that's a that's a discussion that we can have once we actually get to when Nick starts.
0: <laughs> that's a discussion for another podcast also. <laughs>
1: Shout out to the Morphin Grid, you guys are gonna have a lot of fun once Samurai rolls around in twenty years or whenever you get to it.
0: But if the world did not explode by then.
1: <sighs> they were using Nickelodeon's in-house uh, voice actors uh, to the point where uh, the only one who immediately comes to mind is Kiki Palmer, who you may know as True Jackson VP, was the voice of Aisha. If that didn't date me, I don't know what will.
0: Wasn't that time that Ariana Grande was also...
1: Yes, she is the voice of Princess Diaspro. We will eventually get to her in season one. In 2014, Viacom Rainbow ran into a little bit of financial trouble because it was 2014 and everybody was. And they could no longer afford to pay the Burbank Studios to keep dubbing the show. So what they did was they they outsourced to a New York-based company called Duart Film and Video. Duart Film and Video are the people who dub Pokemon. They do a few other things, but most people would know them for their work with Pokemon after four kids stopped doing it. I think they are the ones who have been doing it ever since the, uh, the changeover when TPCI started handling it themselves. Four kids
0: went down the toilet.
1: So the Duart dub actually, this is a good point to bring up. Winx Club is actually no longer being dubbed. Winx Club is actually produced in English. All of the animation is synced up to the English voice track. And then it is translated into other languages. So we've reached a point where the Italian version of Winx Club is a dub.
0: That explains why the lip flaps have been matching up so much better these days.
1: It's also now that uh, animation is digital, it's also much easier to just go in and tweak those lip flaps to make it look like they're speaking another language.
0: <laughs>
1: Which is Oh, I know Italian. <laughs> I was about to say which is English for Hello, my name is Bloom and Italian for What Did You Say About My Mother? Duart Film and Video took care of season seven and also covered the first season of World of Winks, which is a Netflix based spin off series. It is a Netflix original in the United States. I don't know if it is worldwide. It might be one of those things where they bought the American rights for it, but in other countries it actually airs on television. Like um, Mako Mermaids airs on Disney Channel in Australia, but in the U.S. it's a Netflix original. Yes, I am that gay, in case also, you were wondering. fun
0: fact, World of Winx was the first Winx Club property to be dubbed in Japanese. Uh,
1: World of Winx also is kind of notable uh, right here for the fact that it actually split the age demo for winx club uh starting with the production of world of winks the official party line from rainbow is that the original winx club series is now aimed at i want to say kindergarten age and the World of Winx is for your preteens. Uh, that is why you might say to yourself, I don't know, I never see Winx Club on TV anymore. Check Nick Jr. in the United States, because that's where they've started airing it.
0: Mm, Was? Really?
1: Yeah. Uh, since World of Winx skews to the older demographic, uh, Rainbow Viacom, in all of their infinite wisdom decided to put the original seasons of Winx Club on Nick Jr. along with other such helpful shows as I don't know maybe Blue's Clues, I'm too old for Nick Jr.
0: I'm sorry my my 4-year-old cousin watches Nick T- Nick Jr. It feels like Winx Club really should be aimed more at like the 7 to 10-year-old grade age range.
1: And that's what they're saying World of Winx is for. See, I was... It's interesting because when they originally announced World of Winx was going to skew towards an older demographic, what I had assumed was that the regular show was going to stay in its 7 to 10 range, and the new show... And World
0: of Winx would go to, like, 14 early teens.
1: Yeah, I thought World of Winx was going to skew early (laughs) teens. early teens and then it would be tvpg and they can finally let musa say don't censor that it's tvpg
0: i thought it's one of the words you can't say on tv oh
1: i think it is actually but there you can get away with minor swearing on tvpg they'll let
0: musa say hell yeah Darn you, Icy. Darn you, straight to heck. That's when Bloom just finds a statue of Kiko half buried in the sand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's when she sees Nut and goes, Oh my god, he's eating her. And then he's gonna eat me.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Was that dumb? Incredibly. Do we care? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So the other thing about
1: World of Winks is that it is two seasons. And you'll notice I didn't say Duart dubbed it. Well, the second season of World of Winks, as well as the, I believe, currently airing season eight, uh, have been shunted to a sister company of Duarts called Three Beep but because it's the exact same voice cast and i do believe the exact same production crew it doesn't really count as a separate language dub uh, or a separate dubbing company because it's it's literally the exact same people it's just a change in the uh the is it a vanity plate that shows up at the end of a show uh you know like Hi, I'm Paul.
0: Uh, I don't... <laughs> I've never called them her vanity plates, but I'm calling them that from now on. I'm sure one of... I'm sure
1: a listener will be able to, uh, assist us.
0: You're assuming we're going to get listeners.
1: Uh, so listeners, if you do know what those are called, and if I'm just making up their vanity plates... Uh, feel free to reach out to us. so there's your background for the m- oh I did forget one thing there did
0: you forget something
1: I did forget something and you can leave that you you can leave that in. I did forget something. there are three movies that are canon by the way and
0: wait three of them I thought there were only two
1: there are three. There's Secret of the Lost Kingdom, which was supposed to be the series finale and takes place after season three. There's Magical Adventure, which takes place between season four and season five and was the second supposed to be series finale. And Mystery of the Abyss, which takes place during season five at some point, I believe. And they're not even trying to pretend that they're going to end the franchise anytime soon because it's printing them too much dosh.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, to bring it back to Power Rangers, Power Rangers ended like four damn times, and now it's still going.
1: Yeah, but we're not gonna complain about that. Oh, not at all. Uh, the movies are actually dubbed by a different company too. The movie. God the movies are handled by a studio called the dubbing brothers i wasn't able to find very much information on them at least not on the uh, winx club wiki but i do know that they're kind of notable for using a stable of voice actors that are very common in anime dubbing so stephanie shay cindy robinson aaron fitzgerald Put some men in there, but most of the famous ones are women. The only male voice actor I can think of is Robbie Damon, and this is before his time.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, uh, what are the uh, stage shows?
1: Oh, good point. There are also stage shows. Uh, as far as I know, there are only two that are on video, at least. Uh, Wink's Power Show, which is a stage show from Italy and Winx Club on Tour, which is from the Netherlands. We'll be putting those out as special episodes at some point. They're non-canon, they're just a lot of fun, and we'll be spending most of the time making fun of really bad wigs.
0: (laughs) Or really good wigs. We're looking at you, Icy. And also Icy.
1: Or the fact that everybody has to wear their character shoes with... Uh, their civilian outfits because you can't quick change into orange go-go boots
0: and how Riven is always a ponce
1: well that's also a feature of the show
0: <laughs> oh and there's there is Winks Club on ice we can't really review that because it's an ice show but it is interesting to watch but if you can find it
1: you know what we could do for that? What? We could watch it and pretend we're professional figure-stating commentators. We can record this close to the microphone and whisper, Oh wow, look, Bloom just landed a triple axel, and Icy followed it up with a double sow cow. Do I know what either of those mean? No.
0: Hello, and welcome to ASMR Magic Winks Clubhouse. I can't get any closer to my microphone because it's far away on my desk. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Magic Winks ASMR Hour. I'm going to throw you out the window. Stop. Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Here's we the need... sound of plastic clinging together. We need to... <laughs> Stop. We need to end. <laughs> I, or I will cut all of this out. <laughs> fall back we're in too deep <laughs> okay. okay oh my gosh so this is gonna be a wild ride um brendan how did you get your start in winx club so
1: i started as as any as any uh middle school gay does i found the transformation sequences on youtube <laughs> and i went wow these girls are glamorous i want to be these girls And I looked up where I could watch it on TV and I saw Four Kids and I went, great. And then I saw that Four Kids was only on, like, Baltimore, Fox 45 at 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And if you were up after that, too bad.
0: (laughs) Too bad, it's Judge Judy.
1: (laughs) So I didn't actually get to watch a whole lot of the original dub. Most of my engagement with Winx Club was through... Fan fiction, through video clips of episodes, and through uh, the official website, which I don't think there is a WinxClub.com still. It's probably incredibly different than it was in the year 2004.
0: Well, yeah, everything is different than it was in the year 2004.
1: Not the Space Jam website.
0: Come on and slam. Winx.com is available by Venture.com.
1: But is WinxClub.com available? Let me check. I really hope it auto-plays something very loud and obnoxious.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ! (laughs) My screen just went all pink. (laughs) Oh, good. We can make Winx Club avatars.
1: Well, we need to do that.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I think that's mandatory
0: oh the butterflies transformation oh there's coloring pages oh you can read oh you can make a summer hairdo <laughs> do you want your hair to be a romantic super, super romantic braid a frisky ponytail with plenty of hair shi- shining hair clips loose and wavy hair dried in the sun or a chignon
1: how did you get involved with winx club after being <laughs> assaulted by the website
0: Oh my god, I can't see anymore. Um, <laughs> You well, just got slapped <laughs> in the
1: face with a fairy wing.
0: Well, I, as a, again, a baby gay of middle school, I actually didn't know that I was any flavor of queer until high school, but... I was actually involved in Witch, a completely different, but yet incredibly similar series that also happened to be from Italy... So I just, I don't know. It was just like, oh, Winx. Is that like Witch? I'll watch it. It's kind of cool. Okay. And then I haven't really touched it until, except for watching like random crap on YouTube. So this idiot over here knows a lot more than I do.
1: So that's right, dear listeners. Neither of us have actively engaged in this series for long periods of time. Uh, we're going to get our first real major exposure through doing this podcast. So, uh, it's going to be half recap, half us just sitting down and watching Winks Club through.
0: Oh god, there are horoscopes.
1: Yes, there are. There's a whole fairy zodiac.
0: Friend, when's your birthday?
1: November 5th. I believe I'm a salamander or a dragon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, okay. You'll have a romantic summer. It'll be a special time. You'll meet a nice and pleasant boy. Stella suggests wear a heart-shaped pendant.
1: You know that's that's not undoable. Thank you, Stella. I will try that.
0: I am a hippogriff. <laughs> it's going to be a magical birthday. My birthday was a month ago, with lots of new and old friends. You're going to feel like a fairy. Organize a few games for your. What the hell?
1: Well, remember, this is for, like, nine-year-olds. You know what the really sad thing is, though? If I wore a Sailor Moon transformation pendant necklace to a gay bar, I probably would walk away with lots of new friends. Uh,
0: Okay. We need to finish up.
1: Alright, so we don't actually have a format for ending the show at this point, but off the top of my head, screw it, we'll do it live thank you for listening to the magic winks clubhouse you can find us on twitter at
0: magic Winx pod
1: thank you uh you can follow me brendan at sonata waves s-o-n-a-t-a-w-a-v-e-s look for the truly outrageous gem icon
0: and you can find me on Twitter at Pocky Slice. Pocky, like the delicious snack, slice as in a slice of pie.
1: Uh, we are also open to having guests. Uh, if you are interested in guesting on season one, feel free to direct message us on Twitter with, you know, your name and, you know, how you came across Winks Club and... Any how you came e-
0: across this podcast...
1: And uh, what episodes that you'd be interested in guesting on.
0: And we'll see you next time for episode one. The four kids title feels like magic, the Italian title, A Fairy in Gardenia. I'm Brendan. And I'm Tess. And we'll have a better way to end this next time. Goodbye. Bye. Open your eyes, open your mind. We are going.
1: Alright while she's gone this is my show now. I run this place. I own this town. It's just going to be one (laughs) fuss talking to you about Winx Club for seven years. I hope you're all happy with this arrangement because it's never going to change. Make sure to subscribe to our Patreon. At $5 a month, you'll get us doing really bad off-key, tone-deaf covers of the Transformation songs. Don't you want to hear these dulcet gones go, oh, -oh, butterflies. Yeah, I thought you did.